Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Welcome to Sex Talk with Zivi and Tracy, co-hosted by me, Zivi Owens, and Tracy Cox, who is the author of 17 books and an international sex expert. We are the duo behind the TikTok viral sensation account called With Zivi and Tracy, and you should definitely listen to this podcast in which I ask Tracy three anonymously sourced questions each episode, which you can also enter at www.sextalkwithzivianttracy.com and it's sextalk, S-E-X-T-O-K, to reflect our TikTok viral success. I hope you enjoy. Enter your questions on our website, listen up, send it to friends, and please rate and review our podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. Enjoy. Morning, Tracy. How's it going? I'm fine. It's afternoon here. Oh, sorry. Okay. Afternoon (laughs) for you, morning for me. And who knows when people are listening to this? I shouldn't have said anything. Well, hope everybody's having a good day. How about that? (laughs) Exactly. Well, what I've been doing during my little lunch hour before we came on air is reading your book again, The Mums Don't Have Time To. And I have to say, two things completely resonated with me. The one about a woman who decides that she makes sort of peace with her body when she's pregnant and takes up dancing. Yes. And I love dancing, but I'm really self-conscious. Everyone thinks I'd be really good dancer and I'm actually not. I'm really (laughs) awkward and self-conscious unless I'm really drunk and we're in our living room and then I don't care. And there was a line in that and she said that she's really comfortable in her body and she said that the gift of being comfortable in your body is the gift to others because if you're around people who are really comfortable in their bodies, it makes everybody else feel good. And I just thought that is so true, isn't it? Because when I'm around people who are as critical as I am of my body, it makes me even more critical. Yeah. And that I really thought was um, quite a good thing. And I love the one where the woman went to Russia and she lost her luggage because I twice have been in situations where I've lost my luggage and I've had a much better time because of it because you just cease to care about what you look like and you immerse yourself into the place, don't you? I've always had better trips without my luggage, bizarrely. I've never really lost my luggage completely. Well, only once, I guess, in a ski a ski town. But then I just kind of kept my own clothes on day after day because <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was so well, cold. We, on my honeymoon, my second, like my recent marriage honeymoon, I don't know why I had to, it's not like I've been married hundreds of times. <laughs> we lost, the luggage got lost. So we were oh, in this no. resort with one, like the clothes we wore on the plane. That was it. Love, all this lovely stuff. Oh my that gosh. Where did you I go? Know. We were in Moliano, which is a tiny, tiny little town in Italy. We were with my family because it was my sister's 60th as well. So we were in this villa, thank God, because if we'd been in a really posh hotel, we wouldn't have been able to come out of our rooms because oh it just was like awful. But no makeup, nothing. No makeup remover. And we were in this, so we were able to go to a supermarket and get like things like that. That was okay. But we weren't sure it was going to turn up. And, you know, anyway, it was the best thing, actually. Really, really good. <laughs> anyway, I'm rattling on a load of well, rubbish now. Yeah, I know. Well, thank you for reading. <laughs> the essays again. I love those too. Oh, I love it. I love it. I love the book. Absolutely love it. Well, we have some great questions for today. So 
Hold on to your hat. Here we go. The first one is, I'm a huge believer in soulmates and quote unquote, the one, and the idea that there's one person out there for me. But some of my friends say this harms my prospects in the long run. Are they right? Yes, they bloody well are right. I (laughs) find the concept of the one, one of the most dangerous things out there as far as relationships go. Because the one me, if you if you believe, truly believe in the one, you truly believe that there is one person out there in the world who can make you happy, right? The world is full of 7.6 billion people, right? And you think out of all of that, one person is going to make you happy. What if they are tending a rice paddy in Thailand? What if they are in Korea and you can't get in? What if, I mean, how do you even find this person? What happens if this person dies? Are you then destined to be single and miserable for the rest of your life? I mean, how are you supposed to find this person? I mean, I looked up all this research and it said you, you'll, you'll get this metaphorical lightning bolt and your soul will recognise the other person. Well, forgive me, but I don't think that's a very sensible way to find the person you're going to spend the rest of your life with. How could you, what, a, what an irrational thing to base long-term love on. I find it like, a, I just find it a sweet fairy tale, childish concept. And I find it quite dark and dangerous. And the reason I find it really dark and dangerous is because those sort of relationships that that people are looking for is that big spark at the start and generally sexual chemistry. And sexual chemistry is a wonderful thing, but it tends to burn out fast if there's nothing else to go with it. You need lots of things to go with it to make love last and get to that silver anniversary, which is what these people are aiming for. They tend to be idealists and romantics. So you need compatibility, common goals, good communication skills, similar backgrounds. They are all far more important than this being able to recognize your soul, right? So, and the other thing that I really dislike about believing that there's only one person to make you happy is that it makes people stay in really bad relationships, toxic relationships, because they think, oh my God, this is my soulmate. If, you know, if I can't make it with him or her, I'm never going to make it with anyone. And so you stay and it's just wrong because there are so many people in the world that can make you happy. I think it's a very dark, dangerous thing. And I also think that it puts so much pressure on relationships because if you do you know say you've been searching searching waiting for this romantic idealistic meeting you know that's meant to be unlike all others and you finally meet this person I mean it's bad enough the pressure on a relationship to succeed on the two people to make it work is pretty intense anyway if you add on top of that that if I don't make it with this person you know this is my only chance of romantic happiness that pressure would be stupendous you're actually setting yourself up to sabotage all your relationships. So I think a far more realistic aspiration is to just aim to find the love of your life. Now, the love of your life is a fine thing to aim for because it means you can love more than one person throughout your life. And then you might look back when you're 80 and go, you know what? I think James was the love of my life. Or, you know, or you might be lucky enough to be in that relationship and actually realize this is actually the love of my life. That, I mean, we live in a world where most of us are serial monogamous. What we want at 18 is very different to what you want at 45 and so on. And it's you're very lucky to meet one person and stay with them forever, like from 18 on. Some people do, but, you know, not really. And so I think that is the way that you should live your life. And I think you would do yourself a lot more favours rather than just thinking that searching for this one perfect person who is going to appear perfect at the very start. Wrong. That's what I think anyway. I love that. (laughs) So basically we should be looking for the next one, not the one. 
Yeah. And somebody who suits you for the time. I mean, there are so many people who I've been in love with in my life. And I would have to say, quite honestly, that my husband is the love of my life. And I've been with him 10 years. But, you know, not being horrible, but say something happened with us, I might go on and meet someone else and they might even surpass that. How do you know? You don't know. So I just think if you look for people to love and love will find you and, you know, and there are you know, love the one you're with. <laughs> How about that? <laughs> I love it. That's sort of saying, yeah. And I'm not denigrating my relationship with my husband at all, but I'm just saying that I think love, love, the human heart is very open and generous. We can love so many people and they can love us. And why would you possibly just want to stop it at just one person? And I think that you change so much. Like I've yeah. changed so much over the years. Everybody changes so much. So the person who like fits with you perfectly when you're 18, well, that person, unless they happen to change in the exact same ways, this might not be the person who's going to fit with you perfectly at 48 or whatever. So Yeah, exactly. And that's what happens. That's when they say, you know, you've grown apart. That's exactly what yeah. happens. And some sometimes you meet couples that, you know, my, my sister, for instance, she got with her partner when she was 18 and she's now 64 and they wow. are really happy. But it was a bit of a roller coaster ride at one point, let me tell you. But I don't know whether they they would never say the one. They're just not that sort of people. But they are one of the few people I've seen that actually did change together mm. and are very similar and have always been very similar. Actually, are they similar? I don't know. I think they have a lot of common interests. I think that's what, what works there. But other than them, I don't know anyone who got together that young actually I do now I have I know two it. people I know but they're not they're, I've got another couple yeah yeah I know two I have two good friends who have been with their partners since college middle of college yeah and I've just thought of another one and they're quite happy as well yeah so, so yeah happens. maybe I know more people it does happen but neither of them would describe them as the one they're both quite pragmatic about it and just say you know this is the person that I've chosen to spend my life with and I love them dearly but they wouldn't say but this is the only person in the world that can make me happy and that's right. the difference I agree. it's a mindset don't you think I totally agree yes yeah We've done that one then. Okay, good. Excellent. Okay. I want to send my partner a nude photo of myself, but every time I take one, it's unflattering. Do you have any tips? We're also quite interested in filming ourselves having sex, but not if it's going to crush our egos watching it back. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrowcom slash ACAST. That's burrowcom slash ACAST. burrowcom slash ACAST. Wow. <laughs> of course I have tips, but can I just say for anyone listening who's intrigued by the idea and is thinking of doing it with somebody they don't know or trust, please cut off your head. 
By that, I mean, make sure that you're not recognisable in the photograph, make sure that there's no identifying features, no tattoos, no recognisable jewellery, nothing at all that would make people know that it is you. And the reason, I mean, actually, you should be really careful of this, even if you do trust your partner, because phones get hacked. Think Jennifer Lawrence. Think about what happened there. You know, like, you have to assume that that photograph could end up you know, I mean, if you're famous, it could end up public. If you're not famous, it could end up with your boss seeing it. So be very, very careful with nude selfies. And to make them flattering, I think that the mistake everybody makes is that they think they have to be full body or just naked photos of themselves, but they don't even have to be naked photos of themselves. I think that a hint of something is often sexier than just seeing everything just there. So, you know, you might want to try, you know, a bra strap falling off your shoulder. You might try your bra off and your hands covering your breasts. You might try keep your clothes on and lift them up and show a glimpse of something. And things like, you know, like lingerie shots, you know, a pair of gorgeous knickers on a doorknob can be just as sexy as seeing a full-blown, you know, full naked picture of you. So you just have to think outside the square. And I think this goes with men as well that lingerie or clothes on, like a guy standing there with a great pair of Calvins on, like pulling them down a bit, is far sexier than just seeing a penis picture or a dick pic, <laughs> as they call them. Because the meat and two veg just looks ridiculous sometimes. It does. <laughs> it really does. And also just think of less traditional sexy bits. Like if you're a man and you want to send something, a manly chest, you know, that lovely V that leads down to the genitals or, you know, something like, you know, a bicep or something like that would be or a six pack, things like that. For hair, it could be, you know, a shoulder and a side boob, you know, this curve of the thigh. And also don't be scared to be creative and take a picture. Like you can take a picture of your bottom from over your shoulder. I tried it. It worked out quite well. Um, (laughs) And lighting with all of these things, as you would know, because you film yourself like on podcasts and stuff all the time, is the key thing with that. I mean, you know, you know what a picture of you with bad lighting looks like when you've got all your clothes on. Seeing a picture of yourself with bad lighting with all your clothes off, I think I'd never recover from that, quite frankly. And the best lighting is not from overhead, it's lighting from below. And the best of all is actually natural light. So if you can, and if you live in a building where you can open your windows and no one can see you, but the light can come in, that's the best light of all to try. You could also try videoing yourself, like maybe do a masturbatory session, but in semi-darkness where they can't quite see what's going on, but they can hear what's going on. That could be really sexy. And if you are a man listening, you want to flatter your penis, don't ever put the camera from your perspective looking down it makes it look very weird. So you're better <laughs> off holding it at your chest or even lower. And the further away you hold your camera, the better it's going to look. So that selfie stick that you kept all those years ago is what's going to come in handy. Now, in terms of a sex video, I think everybody should do a sex video. I'm not going to ask. Oh my gosh. Because it's funny. It's so funny. Even if you, even if it's not particularly sexy. It is funny to watch yourself having sex because when else do you, I mean, apart from looking in a mirror when you're having sex, you can never see yourself having sex. So it's quite an interesting exercise. But I have to say, again, two words for filming yourself during sex, flattering lingerie and the right lighting again, because seriously, if you think just a naked picture of yourself, if you see yourself moving and the lighting is bad, (laughs) you might never, ever have sex ever again. The other thing is you need to practice angles with sex because the thing about porn 
is that everybody's in very unnatural poses because, and they, they, they're doing things at very odd angles so you can see what's going on. So, so many couples, honestly, I've heard some hilarious stories over the years where they'll put the camera there and then just go about sex they, the way they normally do. And all you see is backs and backs of heads. That's all you see. It's the most boring thing you've ever seen. So be aware where the camera is. Maybe put it by the side of the bed. That can work quite well. And also think about flattering positions because when you move, unless you have no fat on you whatsoever, everything jiggles. And like I said, we don't want to put ourselves off ever having sex again. As the person said, it's easy to do. So a good position, if you want to try this at home, is doggy position with him from behind, right? Because it hides any stomach that he's got. So it highlights his best bits, which is usually his shoulders, right? You're in front of him. So if you lean down on your forearms, right, and then you sort of push your elbows in, you can sort of, you you hide your stomach, but you press your breasts together in quite a flattering way. And if you tilt your bottom up at the same time, it makes you look even better. So that would be my tip of the week for the (laughs) sex video. (laughs) How to make a sex video. There you go. Come on, you've got to be a bit tempted. Aren't you afraid though? Like your kids are going to, like, I can't put anything. I can't, you know... Yeah, you've got four kids, right? I haven't got any kids, so it's easy for me. But even what I would suggest to people to do is it's the making it and the do it. It's actually the filming it that's the most fun. And then you watch it back. Sometimes it's more hilarious than it is sexy, but you'll occasionally find a sexy bit. So once you've watched it a couple of times, just delete it off all devices and from the cloud. So it's not something I'd keep hanging around at all. When I delete things, I I feel like they're never actually deleted. Like once there's a picture, I don't know. I don't know where it goes, yeah, but I feel I, like it's yeah. lingering somewhere in some cloud or whatever. Well, yes. And it often is, isn't it? Yeah. Let's face it. It's Next quite thing you know, you're going to like turn on the, the TV in the living room and, you know, you're going to horrify oh everyone. And, you know, oh, I can't even did imagine. I, did I tell you, not with real pictures, but my, for some reason, when I installed my Apple TV, my big TV in the lounge room decided that it was, and they all did this. The default was to put up pictures that you have on your phone. I, that's what I'm that. talking about. Yeah. That oh happened here. Yeah. And my Apple that's TV. Right. We've had this conversation. So imagine, yes, no, be careful actually. Right. I know even in deleted, cause maybe it's in an, an envelope. Maybe, I don't know. You yeah. might have to like clear or empty trash. I don't know, but be careful. Maybe just have a phone, especially for that. And then ditch the phone. I don't know. Yeah. But you, yeah, with kids around, I don't know if I'd be doing it. Maybe the way to the older. Maybe wow. wait till much older. <laughs> well, very interesting. The lighting tips are good for anything, though. That was, yeah. you know. Lighting's everything. Lighting could That's be good. the difference between wanting to kill yourself after looking at a photo <laughs> and thinking, I look really good. <laughs> Don't you think? Yes. That's such a funny way to say it. So true. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay. Can you discuss the pros and cons of erectile dysfunction drugs like Tadalafil, Cialis, and how they compare to the traditionally available Viagra. I have read that there are differences between them, but not sure what's advertising and what's real. Now, I could see Zippy had reservations about this, probably because it sounds a bit boring and it's probably not going to be the most entertaining answer you've ever listened to, but it's very informative stuff. And the reason why we need to be talking about this and why I chose that question is Because 30 million men in the US, 11.7 million men in the UK, let alone all the other countries, will occasionally have a problem getting or keeping an erection. And they all turn to these drugs. That's all men do. They want a pill to solve everything, right? So if you're going to turn and use these drugs, it's helpful to know which one to pick and which one is going to suit your partner. And the other reason why we need to be talking about this is because, please, anyone listening, don't just 
go off and try and get some of these drugs online without going to see your doctor because the, the reason why these drugs work is they relax the blood vessels to allow blood to flow into the chambers of the penis and make an erection. So it means you have a blood flow problem if you need them, okay? Which means that if you're having a blood flow problem to your penis, you might be having a blood flow problem to somewhere else in your body. So it can be a sign of something else. You need to go and get a GP to check yourself out before you take them. And you need to also check that it doesn't react with any other medication that you're taking. So there is a really good reason. So I just wanted to get, even if even if people turn off now, I just want everybody to know, men and their partners, that this can be a sign of something else. So you need to be careful. So we have the main contenders are obviously Viagra, the most famous because it was the first. You take it 30 minutes before you want to have sex, 30 minutes to an hour. It lasts about four hours and it is best on an empty tummy. So a lot of people say, oh, it didn't work. Well, did you go out and have a big meal? Yeah, we went out to dinner and drank loads and ate loads. Well, none of these drugs, well, some of them actually, but a lot of these drugs are really affected by big meals and alcohol, So, you, particularly Viagra. Um, Viagra and Cialis, which is another very common drug, are they all kind of have the same side effects, which is flushing. You get big red head. <laughs> you can often have a headache. So flushing and a headache are the most common. Muscle pain, back pain. Some men get an upset tummy. And Viagra can cause vision change. Lots of men find it hard. Like their, their visions are slightly altered. Hmm. But it is the one, I'd say Viagra still produces a very reliable, good heart erection. But it does have side effects, like they all do a bit. But I have to say most of these side effects for most men are pretty mild. The other one on the block is Tadalafil, none of the names are easy to pronounce, which is Cialis. That takes 30 minutes to kick in and it lasts 36 hours. So it's much better for spontaneous sex. You don't have to plan it so much, which is what lots of people don't like about the other drugs. It also comes in really low doses. So you can actually take it every day, which is good if you have like long-term erection problems. It means that you've got it in your system. It's much easier to take and just a top-up dose. So you can just be ready for sex much more easily. The bad news is that because you take it every day, if you do have side effects, they're there all the time. So there's that. But it's great with food. So if you're going to go out and eat, Cialis is the one that you need to choose, not booze, okay? Now, there's one called Levitra, which no one ever takes. No one ever seems to pay any attention to it, but it, but it's really good. You can take it up to an hour. It takes about an hour. Probably that's what puts people off. It lasts about four to six hours and it's much better with food and alcohol. So if you want to do the romantic dinner and, you know, be and you have erectile problems, God, I'm getting all mixed up here. It's all the drug names, isn't it? Um, <laughs> that is probably the one to take. But, Zippy, there are two new kids on the block, which are, and can I say, anafafel medications, which is like the Tadalafel. So it's the same brand, same sort of school of family of drugs. And they are called Stendra or Spedra. And these are the new ones, the new kids on the block. They work in 15 minutes that fast. They last six hours. And the side effects are much milder than the rest. But weirdly, weirdly, God knows why, people often get a sore throat. Who knew why that would make a sore throat? But anyway, but sore throats, you know, it's going to go and people basically can cope with it. So I would say I'd be giving those a whirl, definitely those. And also it's very much dependent on the individual person. So what works for one person isn't going to work for another. So you need to experiment. So that gives you a bit of a rundown and which ones work with food, which ones don't. So you need to think about what works for you individually and your circumstance. What are you going to be doing before you have sex? Because that will very much dictate what kind of pill that you take. And as I said, it, I don't know why they work so well on some people and others, but 
there will be something within that list that will work for you, but it's a bit like the pill with women, the contraceptive pill. You have to experiment with all of them. And which is, do they all have the potential side effect where like your erection just like won't go away? Like in the movies? Not really. <laughs> I mean, you've got to remember that. And you know all the movies where they suddenly get an erection without yeah. any stimulation? Yeah. You can take these drugs and unless you stimulate your penis, it's unlikely that you suddenly have this raging hard on, you know, when you're out with your mother-in-law or something. You know, like all the movies, it's not really, it's prior, prior, I can't say that either, prior prism when your erection won't go away. Occasionally it can be a side effect, but it's so unlikely. And it's generally, you still have to stimulate the penis for it to get hard. It won't just give you a magic erection. You can't take the drug and then watch it and suddenly the penis just swells up. It doesn't work like that. So, but it can mean though, that if you have taken Viagra and say you have sex and then you go out and, you know, for Sunday lunch with the in-laws, that you can kind of have a more noticeable erection and and takes very little stimulation to get it back again. So you might want to be thinking that one through. So it doesn't take much stimulation, if you, especially if you've had quite a big dose of Viagra or something like that to keep your erection, to make an erection pretty quickly. So yes, there is that. But it's unlikely that it just won't go away. And by the way, if you do end up having an erection that won't go away, you do need to get yourself down to casualty because it can cause all sorts of problems. Interesting. I yeah. love that sound. Get yourself down to casualty. In other words, like go to the ER, which is like, you know, a fate worse than death. But anyway, Um, okay. What is your sex tip of the week? All right. My sex tip for the week is actually a no-no for giving men a handjob. If you're a beam or a man giving a man a handjob, the two worst things you can do are not customizing. And generally, if your partner's got a smaller penis, you use a lighter touch. If they've got a bigger penis, you use a stronger touch because the smaller the penis, the more sensitive it is generally. That's how it kind of works. And the other thing is not using lube. I think people do not understand the, I talk about lube loads, but the reason is because it just makes everything feel better. Like you should use lube for everything, but you should never, ever really give a hand job without some good lube. If you if you want to do a proper job, I mean, it's a little bit of foreplay, fine, but you really should use lube. It is the thing that makes even a so-so techniques so much better. Okay. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> All right. Well, as always, lots of food for thought. Yes. And I will be very curious, should we ever be in proximity of each other to see what is lurking on your phone's pictures? <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know. I know. And I want to hear feedback from people. Can they, you know, when you write write the question, can people just leave comments about, yeah, that helped or that didn't help? Yeah, they anything? should. Yeah. When you guys go to sextalkpod.com, S-E-X-T-O-K-P-O-D, sextalkpod.com, you can enter your own questions and also, yeah, leave us a comment. Tell us what you think. Yeah. I'd love to know. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure people, hopefully, hopefully there'll be good answers. Or, but it, if I didn't sort of, I mean, it's hard to answer the question without getting a really full picture of somebody. But yeah, I, I would like to know whether I'm on the right track. And because I picture these people in my head, I feel like I know them by the time I write the answers. <laughs> I don't even want to know what's going on in your head, Tracy, when you're. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Well, until next week. Okay. Bye, Tracy. Bye, Bye, everybody. Thanks for listening to Sex Talk with Zivi and Tracy. If you want more from Tracy, she has a column on Moms Don't Have Time to Write on Medium. So check that out too. Thanks again. Mom. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 